myself, Akeem, and the entire Built in Buffalo family would like to extend our thoughts, prayers, and condolences to the Knox family at this time. Please join us in a moment of silence for Luke Knox. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Conflict of Interest. I'm, of course, the real Dan Kelly, joined by Akeem Richens on this wonderful Tuesday. Starting off on a somber note, of course, we, we wanted to make sure everybody knew about the tragedy that happened with the Knox family, of course, last week. Um, Dawson not uh, playing in the Denver game, not very surprising. I believe he reported back to the team today. Uh, Akeem, how's your Tuesday going, buddy? Hey, Rich, Akeem Richens, the real Dan Kelly, conflict of interest. My Tuesday is going great. You know, we're, we're, we're one day closer to football. Uh, it, it, it's starting to rev up. We just had preseason games over the weekend. I, get to, I got to watch football all weekend. I'm excited about that. Everything's going good. So if you guys missed last week's episode, we did go a little earlier. We went on at 7.15 last week. Normally it's 8.15, but that's going to change as well. So I want to let you know now, if you don't, starting next week, the Conflict of Interest will be coming to you live at 8.45 p.m. each and every Tuesday. That's going to continue going on to the season. If we have another change due to one of our schedules, we will let you know. But moving forward from next week on, it's going to be 8.45 p.m. for your Conflict of Interest. So, Akeem, yesterday was Monday. And, and every Monday, you know what I do, okay? I go to work, and the entire day I'm thinking about, okay, when can I work on the show? When can I work on the show? Got to get these graphics done. Got to get these videos done. And that's what I was doing yesterday. I was in the middle of working on our segment, Aces of the Game, which is a little different from last week, but but very similar. And then this happened. I'm, I'm working away on my computer, and my cousin yells at me, hey, hey Dan, uh, the Bills just traded Cody Ford. I said, what? <laughs> they traded Cody Ford. What did they get? He goes, it's a sixth round pick. I said, it's six now. He said, no, it's a fifth rounder. Fifth rounder from Arizona for Cody Ford. So this is a second round pick that the Buffalo Bills traded up in the draft to get, you could say, a rare miss uh, for Brandon Bean and company. What were your immediate thoughts when you saw Cody Ford was headed out of Buffalo, A. Rich? So my immediate thoughts on Cody Ford being traded to the Arizona Cardinals to play with his college teammate, Kyle Murray, was how in the world we got a fifth for Cody Ford, right? The way, <laughs> the way he's played over the last couple of seasons, uh, it's, it's, it's just been bad, especially a guy that we traded up for in the second round to go get. He just he didn't live up to expectations. Then coming in this preseason. But hey, Rich, is that the Bills' fault? That he didn't live up to expectations. They moved him around. They made him learn a couple new positions. He didn't really get, you know, to to learn one position. Do you think they stunted his development by moving him around the offensive line? Uh, you know what? That that's that's an excellent question, and and I, I don't think it's that's a question that could be answered right away, right? You think uh, you think I, the blame kind of goes both ways? Both a ways. Bit. I think I think it's going so, going so both ways. So let me ask you the plain and simple question: Did they make the correct move by trading Cody Ford? I think there's an obvious answer to this. We knew Cody Ford wasn't going to start. He wants to start. That that was said by Brandon Bean today at his press conference. So I, I think this was definitely the correct move. You're, you're getting an asset. If you didn't get this asset, what happens? Cody Ford's on your team, right? As a reserve tackle or guard, whatever they had him at. And then he walks and you get nothing. 
So a, fi a fifth round pick, obviously not what you wanted out of a second rounder that you traded up for originally, mm -hmm. but I, I think the Bills will take what they can get in this instance. Uh, I, I'm, I'm okay with it because of Brandon Bean's ability to find good players late in the draft. Andrew says he played well this preseason. Not that it matters a ton, but he's been injured. I have a feeling he'll stick in Arizona. That, that's what we hope for, man. We hope for success for these football players. It, you know, mm -hmm. obviously we love the Buffalo Bills. We will always support them. But myself and Akeem, I can tell you, we love football, right? We want to see people play. We want to see people healthy. We want to see the best of the best each and every week. We want to see former Bills succeed, just not mm -hmm. against us. If you're mm -hmm. playing the Bills, you know, you can have an off week, and that's fine. So – we got breaking tables out here. Matt Milano breaking was a fifth tables. That is a steal. Bean will get another diamond in the rough for that deal. I would have traded Ford for a jar of duffs. A, <laughs> a jar of duffs? Is that is that what you're looking to say, breaking tables? Of course, you guys are unaware. Breaking tables also part of the Built-in Buffalo family. You can catch them each and every Thursday and Monday. So thank you, Breaking Tables, for coming out. And, of course, if you haven't already, if you're on Facebook, smash the like button. Share it with everybody. Share it with your enemies. Share it with your friends. Share it with your siblings. Everybody needs to know about Built in Buffalo. If you're on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube, guys. We really appreciate it. Built in Buffalo on YouTube. And for everybody out in the Twitterverse, I know Akeem always mentions that I forget about you guys. That's on me. Please give this a like. Give this a retweet. Let everybody know we are going live Give the guys a like and subscribe. Thanks for coming out, Dave. Glad to see you. Thank you very much. Say, so, hey, Rich, a couple of cuts yesterday. Uh, yep. Puncher, Matt Hawk, is gone, which I had to say surprised everybody in the Bills Mafia. They were they were just Holy cow. overcome with emotion. <laughs> and uh, wide receiver Tavon Austin also released. I can tell you the Tavon Austin thing may have been a surprise if you told me that when they signed him, right? Because he kind of had some hype behind him when he signed with the Bills as, you know, he might get the returner job. But a lot of wide receivers have been showing out at camp, not to mention in the preseason. The Bills have two wide receivers right now in the top 10 in receiving yards during this preseason thus far, Rich, that being Khalil Shakir and Isaiah Hodgins. So Tavon Austin, you know, an older player, uh, not going to stick around. Matt Hawk now gone as well. Were you surprised at uh, either of these moves? Uh, not at all. You know, the writing was on the wall. We have a guy named the punt God. I mean, how could somebody else <laughs> how, make how the you, team? How do you compete with that? How do you, how do you, how do you beat that? <laughs> and, uh, Tavon Austin, uh, you know, he's a name at this point, but at the end of the day, the Buffalo Bills is just too deep out receiver, man. So yeah. uh, I'm not surprised at these cuts at all. We, we hope for success for both of them. Of mm -hmm. course, uh, Matt Ariza wins the job. Mm -hmm. National news, of course, that the punt God wins. Tavon Austin going to have to be looking for a new team. You'd assume that he'd want to go to a contender at this point in his career. Uh, mm. Tavon Austin was never here to stay. Right. Talent on this roster is too deep. We'll get to that later, Andrew. We have a 53-man roster projection for you here today at the end of the show. So, guys, please stick around for the entirety of today's live show. Hey, Rich, the Bills and Broncos played over the weekend, if you weren't aware. Of mm. course, that score being 42 to 15. I was in attendance. It, it was a beautiful thing. And I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think. You know, it, it's a preseason game, but to destroy somebody that bad, 42 to 15, to take their confidence away, to 
Do that with your reserves and your third string guys is very surprising. Do want to mention, hey, Rich, have you ever heard anything bad about the Broncos fan base? I haven't, no. I can't say that I have. I haven't. So nope. I'm, I'm the type of guy, Rich, I was at the game over uh, over uh, the weekend on Saturday having a good time with the kiddo at, at Kids Day. And, of course, my cousin, the, the uh, artist himself who drew our logo nice. over here. Nice. And uh, – I like to talk football with opposing fans, eh, Rich? I, I just I, I think it gives me it gives me insight on a different team and it and yep. it tells me what they're thinking, not what I think about the Bills, because I may be a little biased, you may be a little biased. All Bills fans are a little biased, let's be honest. So it was it was about the third quarter, a eh, Rich, and I was walking. I had met one of my buddies that I used to sit with for my season tickets, and I was walking back to my seat. Now, I passed this guy in a Broncos jersey, talking to a guy in a Bills jersey, probably his buddy, I don't know, wearing a wearing a Broncos jersey. And I just wanted to talk real quick. I just tapped him on the shoulder. I said, hey, man, it's only preseason. You know what the, this man says to me, hey, Rich? He says, you ever touch my shoulder again, and I'll beat the out of you. <laughs> now, there was two cops, yeah. maybe, five, maybe five feet between us. So I just kept walking. I turned around, and I said, you're obviously not a Bills fan. Right. <laughs> because right. That, that's just not how it goes, man. I, I never had any problems with opposing fan bases. This was the first, which was interesting. I'm not out there all dressed up to the nines. I got my Josh Allen jersey, my camo shorts on. I'm just chilling, you know? And of that was course, the response I got. I was a little surprised. And if you guys have read the title, I want to make sure you read it right, okay? It is a play on the Broncos country. Let's ride, and it's Bills Mafia. Let's right. stampede. So your thoughts on the game, eh, Richard, away from my story for a second. Uh, you know, the thoughts on the game, this is actually exactly what I expected. We heard about you the Denver Broncos. You expected them to win 42 to 15. I, I expected them to win hand, hand, uh, okay. handsomely, you know, because okay. it, the, the reports was out early that the Denver Broncos backups were starting the game, right? And the okay, Buffalo okay, let's let's talk about that. The first drive of the game, Denver has their backups in. Buffalo has their starters in on defense, minus the safety duo of Byron Hyde and Von Miller. And let's say Tredavious White, we don't know when he's going to come back. He's not on the pup list, which tells me maybe he comes back week two, week three. I'm not exactly sure. They drove on this Bills defense. Mm-hmm. They did. On that, that first, first drive. Year. And I, yep. I wasn't feel I wasn't feeling great about it. But then Josh Allen comes in and makes all right with the world. So I want to get your thoughts on the offense, A. Rich. Ken Dorsey uh, called the game, of course. I, I didn't see this because I didn't watch the broadcast. Obviously, I, I believe you watched the game on television. Was Dorsey up in the booth or was he on the sidelines for this game? Do you know? Uh, for this game, he was definitely up, up in the booth. He was up in the booth again. Okay, so that's two yep. weeks in a row up in the booth. Yep. This week, he calls 29 passes. 27 rushes. His offense puts up once again 42 points. How did you feel about the game Ken Dorsey called? And does it tell us anything going on into the season about to come up on the Rams? Uh, I, I I think he called obviously because of the results and the execution. You know, Ken Dorsey obviously he called a, a pretty good game. He, he mixed up the run with the pass well. He he uh, blended in some play action there with with all three quarterbacks with Allen Barkley and Keenum. And uh, I think he did a good job mixing things up. And you got to give credit That's to the very offensive balanced. line. Yeah. Very balanced. Yeah. 
yeah, got to give credit to for the offensive lines for for making the holes, creating holes, and creating time for the quarterbacks to make their reads and 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 the accurate throw as well. So, hey, Rich, not only am I an avid Buffalo Bills fan, an avid Buffalo Bills sportscaster, I'm an avid Buffalo Bills sports media watcher. So, of course, each and every Saturday, I'm catching Billsology. If I'm not catching it live, I will catch it on the replay Billsology live every Saturday with my man Akeem Richards at the at the helm. Hey, Rich, I watched your show, and I tell you, I have a problem with something. I do Shoot. have a problem with something. Let me hear it. Let's hear it. You don't want Josh Allen to play in the preseason, okay? No. And, and I, I listen no. to it. I listen to it, and I can understand, okay? I can understand that you said, you know, he's already got chemistry with these receivers. He's already got chemistry with the tight ends, the running backs, mm-hmm. all that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have a rebuttal for you, though, and I prepared this, so so you like will it. be impressed by, by this uh, response here. You mentioned how, I believe it was the Rams, right? Sean McVay said that Matt Stafford would never play a preseason game while he was the Correct. head coach. Correct. Josh Allen has a new offensive coordinator, a new voice in his head, and I know that was brought up by the sauce god, so I'm not mm-hmm. just using that argument. Mm-hmm. But I want to say, a Rich, each and every year you're a new team. No matter if you're the same personnel, there's different guys, there's different offensive linemen, different voice in his head. And I tell you what I need is I just need to see it happen because you haven't been on the field with those guys in that kind of um, atmosphere in a game since what? When was the last time you saw Josh Allen, Gabriel Davis, Stefan Diggs, Devin Singletary all on the field at the same time? The Kansas City game, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what you need. You need you need that just one drive. I was fine with one drive. I didn't need Allen for more than that. So I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. After seeing the game, and of course, Bill Zology went on after the game, so I'm not sure mm-hmm. why why you didn't mm-hmm. bring this up. Were you happy with what Allen did and how much they played him? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm ecstatic with, uh, with how Allen did and how much they played him. What else do you need to see after a performance like that with a perfect passer rating? There's nothing else to see. Exactly. And, and he, did, he did well. I know Thad Brown, I believe, on Twitter was calling out Allen for looking for a rushing lane, said the blocking was perfect. I can tell you from my seat up in 315, it did not look like the blocking was perfect. (laughs) The the end was getting through the right tackle. Josh did look for a lane to run, but at the end, he always keeps his eyes downfield. Lone Wolf says McVay may be preserving Stafford's elbow. Uh, Yes, I believe so, but, but he also said that just in general, like he will never play never. a season game. So very interesting. So we're going to get into our segment this week, which is called the aces of the game. So last week, mm-hmm. if you guys didn't catch it, we, we did a new segment, which was called what suits you. Akeem kept calling it who suits you, which was completely wrong. So I decided to, to change it up a little. So the way it's going to work is we have four aces Four aces. It's usually going to be four players this week. It's a little different. The bills won by, an astounding margin for a preseason game, A. Rich. So we, we, we change it up a little bit. Spade is the highest. Diamond is second. We then have the club. And the heart is last just because if you're playing with heart, you know, is that all you got or do you have something else? So our ace of hearts this week, A. Rich, is Jaquan Johnson, the safety, who is, of course, the backup to, I believe, Poyer in the defense. He gets our hearts this week. He had five tackles. Now you say, why Why is that deserving of the ace of hearts? And I want to tell you guys firsthand because I was fighting for Jaquan Johnson for this spot. And the reason I wanted him here is because it's not always about what's on the stat sheet, right? It's about what you do. He didn't make any mistakes. 
not that a lot of Bills players did on Saturday, but he looks like he just fits the system. And I believe you used to say that about Levi Wallace, eh, Rich, before he left, that mm-hmm. you thought he was a really good system guy. And that's what I think of Jaquan Johnson. I think he's very, very good at what he does. He didn't make it last week, and maybe he should have, but this week he sneaks in. The rest is all offense, eh, Rich? So uh, your thoughts on Jaquan Johnson? He was second uh, for the Bills in tackles, five tackles played. Do you think he could have stepped – he can – do you think he can step in if Poyer leaves the Bills after this season? Oh, man, I – that's – I I don't want to think about that right now, but do I think, do, <laughs> oh, do I okay. think he, do I, it's, it's going to be interesting because Poyer is not the only free agent. Jaquan Johnson's a free agent as well. <laughs> so oh, that's, wow. so that's the interesting thing of he going to Who's his cheaper. Oh yeah. We know that. <laughs> we, we definitely know that. I, I like what he did in the preseason game, last game, five tackles. Uh, he did make one mistake. I seen him, I seen him miss a tackle early on in the game, but that's yeah. okay. You got okay. you got to wrap up there. It wasn't yeah, you just wrap him, up. The, the next guy missed too. We got lucky that the yeah, running yeah. back decided and, to uh, and 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 then Milano and Edmonds ran into each other in, the, in early in the game and missed the tackle. Exactly. So you know we're not going to talk about that yet. But Jaquan Johnson, I I, I think he did a, a a fine job, man. We're talking about a guy who's made maybe six foot, uh, a buck ninety. He doesn't mind playing in the box, putting his nose in the business, stopping the run. Uh, he's everywhere in coverage. I, I I really like his game. He 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 developed well so far. Not the most athletic guy, but he know where to be and know where to football and where to find the football. I like it. I like it. So let's move on to the next because there's a lot of there's a lot of guys to talk about. And this time it's not just one guy, a rich, okay. It's about five of them, okay? This is the ace of clubs this week. I I love the tagline I gave this one, clubbing the Broncos, eh, Rich? Because that's what they did. Mm -hmm. Just look at these numbers. Singletary, four carries. Cook, four carries. Johnson, nine carries. Blackshear with five. Moss with four. Mm -hmm. Four touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Singletary and Cook and Blackshear don't reach the end zone. Moss and Johnson obviously reach it twice. Why are the running backs here uh, in third, eh, Rich, for our – for our aces of the game segment this week. I, I think it's self-explanatory. The numbers, the, the numbers are are pretty incredible, right? Devin Singletary, 9.5, 9.8 yards per carry. James Cook, 9.5 yards per carry. Zach Moss, five yards per carry, two TDs. Blackshear, 11.6 yards per carry. All the running backs came out and produced at high levels. Didn't matter if it was the first string or the fourth string. And that's something that that is very, very impressive. And that shows just how deep the Buffalo Bills as a ball club is. And you know you, who you have to give credit to is our Diamonds. The yes. offensive line for doing an amazing job. So you know the man on the right there, Cody Ford, played 45% of the snaps, was traded away to the Arizona Cardinals. We, we spoke about that at the top of the show, if you guys were unaware. Uh, the other linemen that played the most were Bobby Hart, Greg Banks, Luke Tenuta, Greg Van Roten. You see all their percentages and their snaps there. The first team only played the first drive. I mentioned them for one reason, one reason only. No sacks allowed, Rich. In a preseason game, okay, there was one problem I had with this position group and maybe a reason they could have been bumped down to the clubs and you could have put the running backs above them. There were some calls. There were some holding calls mm-hmm. over the weekend. The Bills, I believe, ended the game with eight penalties. Eight penalties. Yep. Uh, is that some? Is that an area of concern for you moving forward? Um, I'm just. I'm starting to think that's that's 
and, and it's and it's not the greatest thing to think, but you know, I'm just starting to think that this is part of the Buffalo Bills now. You know, this this has been this it, we have been a problem with penalties for a couple of years running for the new, Buffalo new, Bills. New offensive line coach. Let's hope he can figure it out, right? Let's hope Aaron Cromer is the guy that uh can minimize this because I didn't see any problems in the first game. They had, I mean, I, offensive line, probably not as much problems in the offensive line, but the penalties, you, we had the offensive line had some penalties. Uh, Elam had a penalty. Benford yeah, had a penalty. It was, it was not the cleanest game, and, and mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills need to clean that up moving forward because yeah. the way that it was happening was it was on third downs. Third downs for the opposing team, which was giving them automatic first downs. You cannot be doing that against a good team, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's a preseason game. It's not as much of an issue, but it is an issue uh, that needs to be spoke about. Uh, we'll talk about Blackshirt in a little bit, guys, when we get to our roster projection. I don't want to spoil everything before we get to it, so we will get there. And remind me, because I, I do have a question for you and the comment section about Raheem Blackshear. So when we get into that discussion. All right, all right. Yep. We, we will get there for sure. And, of course – we do have our aces of spades, eh, Rich? And I couldn't put anybody else here. The The numbers will speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Three quarterbacks, three incompletions between all three of them. Mm-hmm. And I have a question for you, eh, Rich? Matt Barkley plays well again with the reserves. Do you think that he deserves a chance to start against the Carolina Panthers in that first quarter and play with the twos instead of playing with the threes? Or do you think this bounce-back game from Case is going to solidify him as the number two quarterback for the Buffalo Bills? I think this bounce-back game for Case is going to solidify the number two for the Buffalo okay. Bills. Um, you know, he played he played well last game, you know, and that's what we wanted to see. We wanted to see how Case Keenum would do with with the starters with better talent on the football field and with better talent on the football field uh he produced at a high rate so uh you gotta like what you see from our backup quarterback case keenum this past week he played very well but Mm -hmm. barkley did the same and he did it with the reserves and he did it with the reserves the week before so that's why i'm wondering um we'll of course get to our 53-man roster projection in just a little bit But before we do that, there are 31 other teams in the league, eh, Rich? So let's go. All right, everybody. Let's start in an area that we're familiar with. Hmm. And that would, of course, be the New York football giants when Kayvon Thibodeau goes down in the game. They they said, hey, we're bringing the cart out. You know what Thibodeau said, eh, Rich? He said, no, 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 I'm not going on no cart. He waved it off. It was not coming on the field. Uh, the injury that he suffered, you can see it here, is a sprained MCL. I believe the same injury as Jets quarterback Zach Wilson. I'd like to see if, if they played on the same field. That would be very interesting. Um Mm-hmm. Thibodeau is going to be out three to four weeks, dodging a bullet for the New York Giants. A top five pick in the draft, or top ten, was he six maybe? A top ten pick for sure in mm-hmm. the draft. Uh, any thoughts when Thibodeau goes down there, eh, Rich? You know, it's, you know, an, an unfortunate chain of events that happened with with. Do you, do you think he needs to be playing? Yes, he needs to be playing. 
Okay. Because he's unproven? He, he's an unproven rookie. He needs to get as out a, there. As a, as a top 10 pick, yes. he needs to be playing in this game. Yes, he needs to be playing. He okay. needs to be playing. He I, I didn't to, expect you. I didn't expect you to he, go that he, way. He have to understand the speed of the NFL. Now you with the big boys. Let him get. Let, let him get an understanding of the speed of the of this game that he's playing at a different level. All right, let's stay in the AFC. Mm -hmm. And we're off to Kansas City, where Mecole Hardman goes down. And I think some Bills fans were were probably happy to see this. And I want to I want to tell you tell you guys for me from Akeem. We don't like to see injured players. We don't like to see guys go down, whether it be, you know, opposing rivals or whether it be, you know, fan favorite kind of guys. Miko Hardman had a groin injury, but he did return to practice. The Chiefs needed that. They need him this year because they're unproven at wide receiver now that um, Tyreek Hill's gone, Juju Smith-Schuster, obviously gone as well. Um what do, you, what do you think of the Chiefs' offense this year? Do you think it's going to be as electric as in the past? Do you think it's going to be electric at all, or do you think it's going to stall out? I think it's going to be electric. I think it's going to – Really? Okay. I think I think it's going to take time because when you lose a player to the caliber of a Tyreek Hill, there is an adjustment period there. But when you have a, a franchise quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes – uh, this this guy is the guy that's throwing the football, getting guys open. I, I don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs fans are going to be missing Tyreek Hill after about six weeks of the season. I think their offense is going to be fine. Their quarterback is still Patrick Mahomes throwing him the football. I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes than Tyreek Hill. Really? Mm -hmm. You'd rather have Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill? Makes sense, but didn't you think that Tyreek Hill – gave that offense of course a, a different element of course of course a much much different element you're talking about possibly the best quarterback in the league compare uh matching up with the the most electric fine player in the league so it, it definitely was a scary deadly combination that i'm my, glad no my longer mistake exists. here my mistake here justin i didn't mean to say juju was gone juju coming in, in to replace mm -hmm. to replace tyree kill my there mistake there but mm -hmm. um I, I think it's going to not make them as electric. I think they're still going to perform well. Yes. But you may not see them at the top of the boards the way you have in the past. So that's why I think it's a little bit like you got to look at Minnesota, right? Minnesota brings in a new head coach. They got Justin Jefferson, who just had 1,600 receiving yards. That's going to be an offense. The Bengals are going to be an offense. The Bills are going to be an offense. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know if the Chiefs are going to sit a, a, along the top echelon of offenses coming into this year but we do have one more injury to update you guys on and believe it or not it's actually not one because the buccaneers man they're going through some stuff okay tom brady leaves for personal reasons and i think that personal reason may be that his offensive linemen cannot stay healthy to save their lives man if you guys didn't see it here it is tristan Wirfs. he went down earlier on in camp for the buccaneers and it turns out that it was just i believe cramps but now he is out with a strained oblique. It says there shouldn't be much of a concern, but if you're getting if you're getting, you know, these injuries back to back to back, it is a concern. And then mm -hmm. you guys see on the right there, Aaron Stinney, who was mm -hmm. in the lead for the Buccaneers starting guard position, mm -hmm. has torn his ACL and MCL and is out for the year. What does this do for Tom Terrific coming into this season, A Rich? Um, you you definitely have some cause for concern if you're Tampa Bay fans with the offensive line, right? Tom Brady's your your quarterback. He's not the 
the quickest fish in the pond. So you definitely have some causes for concern. But if you have a good coach, a good coaching staff, a good coordinator, uh, you can you you can you can still be successful and do some things. Check out Joe of Burrow course. last year. Joe Burrow last year had no offensive line to speak of, and he was in the Super Bowl. So yeah, please please send blocking. Brady's gonna take his three step back drops, and mm -hmm. he's, he's gonna make it work. But I think it is an area of concern, especially at Brady's age. He's a he's a very smart football player, but that doesn't make him a very athletic football player, right? So. We do have one more thing to go around the league with. Hey, Rich, let's start with you. Your yep. player, player of the of the weekend, let's say, for the preseason. Take us away. So my player of the weekend, you know, we try to we try to look for other players to 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 be informative, right? We all know we Buffalo Bills fans, but we like to talk about other players that people may or may not know about. And I chose my player of the week because Isaiah likely because we play the Baltimore Ravens in week four. So I want to know what type of weapons and what type of dimensions they added to their offense. And Isaiah likely over the weekend, eight receptions, a hundred yards and one TD on 15 snaps. <laughs> the kid played wow. 15 snaps and put up those numbers. He, he looked that's insane. Now, it's only preseason, so we don't want to jump the gun too much. But the kid had uh, been looking very impressive thus far. Uh, nine miss, missed tackles, nine forced missed tackles. In, the in one game. In the preseason thus far. In the As a tight end. As As, a, they, they, need first, to move this, among, they need to move this guy to wide receiver. I know they have Rashad first among Bateman. Rookies. rookies. Yep. I know they have, they have Rashad Bateman, but put Isaiah likely at, at receiver too, right? Like. Why not? He has a 94.1 overall PFF grade in receiving. That's first among all players. And, so and like Isaiah Likely, says, we know the Ravens like throwing the tight end. Yes, yes. They already Mark have Andrews. a dynamic duo, a top 10 dynamic duo, according to Akeem Richens in Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, yes, yes. Now they add Isaiah Likely to it. I, I think they have a chance to be a, to, to, to be a potent offense with this kid. So you went with the Ravens because the Bills play the Ravens. And while I support that, I had to go Ooh, to the other division, a. Rich. I had I like to go it. to the other division, like to the it. NFC, and wide receiver Cavante Turpin, who like won it. the MVP in the USFL. I want you guys to read this tweet here from September of 2019. Hands down, I will be the best punt-slash-kick returner in the NFL. A. Rich, do you know what the record is for the most return touchdowns in one game in the NFL? Uh, no. I'm a guest, though. Two. The record is two. Yes. And Cavante Turpin tied that record, record in one half of football. Mm -hmm. One half of football. He took the kick return, 98 yards. The punt return, 86 yards. For an offense that just lost Amari Cooper, maybe putting Turpin in the slot may have some upside. For these Dallas Cowboys. It's still going to be a tough division though. It used to be the NFC least. That's what I used to call it at least. Mm -hmm. The Eagles look pretty decent. Mm -hmm. uh, Washington and the Giants. The jury's still out on. Because I don't know if they quite have it. But the Cowboys and Eagles. May have a, a good competition brewing there. Um, in uh, in the NFC East. Uh, yeah. I, I, I like what the kid did. 
uh, with the with the kick returns, he he solidified his roster spot. I'm excited. You think so? You think he already I, solidified his roster I, spot? Just I, I, I think. That. Yeah, I think he. I think he's going to be the kick returner and punt returner for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Lock it in. Yep. All right. Lock it in. Lock and it if down. he's and if he's not, and he gets cut, Brandon Bean better be on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have room for another wide receiver, eh, Rich? Special but teams. Guys, special teams. But but it's it's time. For a segment that hasn't been used here on Conflict of Interest for a little while. <laughs> oh, that's hot. It's hot, eh, Rich? I have a hot take for you this week. Okay? Let's hear it. So, football in general, right, is to be enjoyed by audiences of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Man, woman, child, you know, no matter what you are, football is for you, right? Right. So, tell me. We saw Josh Allen, I believe, talk about, um, you know, camp and and wanting to be there for the kids, right? Signing for the kids. He makes sure he gets to every kid, right? Mm-hmm. You heard about that. I did. Uh, Washington football team wide receiver, my favorite player that's not a part of the Buffalo Bills, Terry McLaurin, over last week, he had a line of people, hey, Rich, a line of people lined up waiting to meet him, wait, hoping, you know, he would sign something. You know what he did, A-Rich? He went to the last person in line, and he mm. said, I'm going all the way down. And he mm. talked to every single person, every child, every adult, every male, every female, signed with what was he was asked to sign. He had a conversation with everybody. And I want to say I love that, all right, because – as adults, I understand, you know, wanting the kids to have a great experience, you know, having them, you know, have those experiences. But at the end of the day, who's paying for it all, eh, Rich? The adults deserve some love, too, out there when it comes to these of training course. camps, when it comes to of mini course. camps. And that's my hot take. I think that, you know, I understand why, you know, you go the kids route because mm-hmm. you want them to have a memorable, enjoyable experience. But it should be the same for everybody. And that's my hot take, eh, Rich. You're a father. I want to hear your thoughts on this. If you're with me, if you're against me, if you're somewhere in the middle. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle. I think that, you know, everybody should be involved to some type of capacity. You know, adults, we, you know, we work hard. We and we enjoy it. And even though we are adults, sometimes we have the mentals of children, <laughs> you know. So we we want to we especially want to- when especially when your favorite players right there. Right. Right. And, and he signs something for, for the little boy in front of you, but right. you're sitting there like you're, you're sitting there. Man. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, and, it, and it could be tough, especially if you're a big fan, but at the end of the day, kids are first, man, kids, you know, kids, no. kids, hold, no, kids, no, hold, no. kids hold the key to, to, to these athletes hearts to Josh Allen heart. I can't be mad at Josh Allen for choosing not- the kid over over I'm over the mad. i'm not mad i'm just saying it's not of things that are the most right it's right but it's not mm. the most right not the most right okay, okay. i i, I kind of get it i kind of get you're it you're not gonna turn me on this because that's you're, just, that's you're, just you're, how you're, i feel I, I know I, you're one of the guys you're one of the guys that will be at the, the baseball park and and the foul ball coming is coming in the kid's direction and you go ahead with your glove and snatch the foul ball away from the kid so so it, it depends right <laughs> It depends on what game I'm at. What's the importance? I'm not a guy. I'm not a guy that's gonna sell something on eBay, right? I'm not right, gonna right. catch a ball and you see me selling on eBay. But I'll bring up something for you, Rich, just so you can rag on me a little more. I'm an avid pro wrestling fan. If you weren't aware, I like uh, the WWE. I, I go to shows. I've gone to shows for nice. over twenty, 
over 20 years now. Nice. And I went to a show probably five, six years ago, and I sat on the floor. Now, the floor is expensive. It was a house show, so it wasn't crazy. I, I spent, you know, 150 bucks per ticket, took a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, all the wrestlers, not all the wrestlers, but whoever had the last match usually come around and, you know, mm-hmm. give some high fives out, take some pictures, sign some autographs. And I'd say, hey, Rich, I, I knew what was going on. I've been going to these shows for a long time. So before the end of the match, I made my way up to the front. I stood there. And I waited my turn, right? I waited my turn for these wrestlers to come around, just just standing there. My big old self, my 6'3", 200-pound frame, eh, Rich? And there were these children behind me that were pushing in my legs, trying to get underneath me, all this kinds of stuff. And I did not budge, eh, hey, nah. Rich? I no, did Randy. not move an inch, all right? That's some funny stuff. So, That's some funny oh, stuff. Oh, a good old hot take for you guys this week, just to break up, just to break up the shows. Kids can't afford to buy that autograph. Most adults can. Lone Wolf, I say no. Not in this economy, not with the way that inflation inflation is crazy inflation, right now. Yeah, I believe up to <laughs> an eight percent in the world. So I I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Hey, Rich, it's time to get back to our favorite team, the Buffalo Bills. We enjoy talking about the other topics. We enjoy talking, taking you around the league with the latest in injuries, the latest in uh, standouts around the league. A couple more injury notes for you guys if you are unaware. Uh, David Bakhtiari of the Green Bay Packers has returned to the team. He's expected to start, I believe, in week one. And from the Carolina Panthers, uh, Shaq Thompson, I believe, has returned as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. For the Panthers, Michael Thomas of the Saints, wide receiver, made a glass. He's hurt again. It's a hamstring again, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's not great for the Saints. They're, they're being they're being touted as a really good teammate, Rich, and I really don't know why. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to let myself get down into a rabbit hole. Let's go, a Rich. Top 53. Mm-hmm. QBs. Currently like three it. on the roster. Three on the roster. Josh Allen, Case Keenum, Matt Barkley. I'm going to kick this off with you. How many QBs are on this team come next Tuesday? Next Tuesday is the cut down to 53, guys, so please be sure to tune in to the Conflict of Interest live at 845 to hear who's been cut and our analysis on the Bills' final roster. Yes, yes. Uh, So three QBs on the roster right now. Next Tuesday, there will be two QBs on the roster. That is the franchise, Josh Allen, and Case Keenum. Two quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Case Keenan will make the 53-man roster. Matt Barkley will be uh, cut for the second time. Lone Wolf says, sounds like you need a better job. Lone Wolf, I would agree. Please send out my application to everywhere you can. I'm, I'm looking to, to do this full-time and get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars at least, you know. So, so I would agree, you know, being at the age of 25 where it's uh, difficult to – to find regular employment, let alone good employment. Hey, Rich, I disagree, though. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I got three QBs on this roster. Okay. I, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. I was going to go there because I was thinking, Case Keenum, if I don't trust you, at least I have Matt Barkley. But I was like, you know what? Nah, let me go with two. I like it. I don't know why I ended at this decision. I tell you. So the way the way I made my list was I wrote down all 53 names, well, all 80 names, excuse me, and got down to 53. Now I wrote cut next to players I think should be cut or that or that I think may be cut. It may go one of two ways. Matt Barkley has a division sign next to him. And what that means for me is that he was on the bubble and I was debating it. I end up keeping him. I just think, you know, why not, right? <laughs> if if you can afford to keep Matt Barkley, you should. 
because he works well on the system. And if you need him in a bind, it works. I don't think you'd want him to go somewhere else to a night to another system where he can be successful. Now, chances are maybe he goes to a team where he's not successful, but I personally don't want to take that chance. So Josh Allen, Case Keenum, Matt Barkley make my team. For Team A, Rich, you have Josh Allen, Case Keenum. You say Matt Barkley, find a job elsewhere. Yeah, man. A-Rich, A-Rich ain't a Matt Barkley fan. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But, you know, I, you know, it's, it's a numbers game here. And he, right now he, I got you. he doesn't make the cut. I'm interested to see who you have over him because, of course, you and I both doing our own top 53. It's going gonna, it's gonna to differ a little bit. I think a lot of it is going to be the same. Here at running back, mm-hmm. Devin Singletary, James Cook, Zach Moss, Duke Johnson, Taiwan Jones, Raheem Blackshear. So these, these name lists are all in alphabetical order. I found it off of ESPN's roster, so that's the way it looks. That's the way I typed it out. Hey, Rich, I'm going to take the running backs here before you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you I have – Four running backs making the roster. Those four running backs being Devin Singletary, James Cook, Zach Moss, and Taiwan Jones. Taiwan Jones makes it exclusively for his special teams play. I don't think you can get that out of Blackshear or out of Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson did perform well uh, this past week, but it's a crowded backfield. You know what I mean? The, the offensive line performed well as well. Can he can he do that week in and week out against starters? I don't think so. James Cook has the explosiveness. He was the second-round pick of the Bills. He's not going anywhere. Devin Singletary, the starter, also not going anywhere. You know, and I also spelled, I believe, Zach is CK, so I, I apologize for that. Um, but Moss has, has made a little bit of a believer out of me, not fully. I think he may still be inactive for some games. Blackshear doesn't make my team. The comments can be mad at me if they want, but mm-hmm. the Bills have these guys. They have these guys that play well during the preseason, and you just can't you just can't bring them with you, okay? There's too much talent at other positions for me to keep Blackshear. You can put him on the practice squad. Does he get still in a way? Maybe. I didn't do a practice squad list, A. Rich. I don't believe you did as well. I'm going to turn it over to you for the running backs from this point on. You know, I wanted to put Blackshear on this team. I, I did was, too. I, I was looking at ways. I was close to doing it. I was really, really close to doing it. And I got a player that we're going to discuss later on that I was close to doing it with. But uh, okay. I, I agree with you. Um, uh, Devin Singletary, James Cook, Zach Moss, Taiwan Jones for his special teams ability. I love Yeah, the, that. the reason it's Taiwan Jones, guys, is just because it's of special teams. teams. Just yes. because of special teams. If it was in terms of running backs, I don't believe Jones would make this team. But his ability, the fact that he wasn't out there, I believe – the special teams unit of Matikavich, Taiwan Jones, and I think I'm missing one of their names, didn't play against the Broncos. And you saw the way they did in the return game, eh, Rich? It wasn't that bad. And that's because they didn't have the guys out there. So we do agree in one area. I think we're going to agree here, eh, Rich? I want to ask you a question right quick. We're going to get to that. You want to ask me a question? I want to ask Okay, you. well, we're not going to get to this because there's one fullback on the roster. He just yes. got an extension. Reggie Gilliam. That's obvious, make- right? Going to make the top 53. It doesn't matter if it's obvious or not. Hey, Rich, we it's had obvious. to get to the we number. We had to do it. We got to do it. We had to get to the number of 53. What do you got for me, bud? So quick question. First, I'm a, I first uh, Dan Kelly, the real Dan Kelly. And then everybody in the comment section, I want to get your opinion on this question. Dan Kelly, uh, this, this weekend, the New York Giants had a game. 
Get that. Right? I didn't realize yes. that. Yes. Bobby says he's a big fan of breaking tables with Brian and Tampa Neal. We're big, we're big yes, fans sir. as well. Bobby, th thank you for shouting out uh, the breaking tables. Of course, they were in here earlier. Uh, they're live each and every Monday and Thursday here on the Built in Buffalo Network. Nice, nice. Love it. Love it. Now, New York Giants. You, do yeah. you know who do you know who their backup running back is? Who do you know who their number two running back is at the at the time being? Are we talking about Antonio Williams again? Antonio Williams is the number two running back for the New York Giants. This, this his last game he played five carries, 26 yards, seven receptions, 46 yards. Four out of his seven receptions went for first down. So my question is, who would you rather have on your team? Antonio Williams or Raheem Blackshear? I'm just curious. Okay, this is a hypothetical question, right? Of course. Because the, neither neither player is going to be on the roster to, to our beliefs. Right, the initial roster. I think Blackshear makes that practice squad if he makes the practice squad. I think I'd go Blackshear. I think you go Blackshear over Antonio Williams. And, and the reason being that Antonio Williams is a bigger guy, and mm -hmm. you kind of have that in Zach Moss. Blackshear mm -hmm. has showed an ability in the receiving game as well as the running game. And that's mm -hmm. the reason that I'm going to give the Blackshear over Antonio Lynch. It's also because he's got the Buffalo Bills logo on mm -hmm. his helmet and not the New York Giants yeah, logo York on Giants. his helmet. I, like I think, no, I I like think that's got to be that's got to be a part of it as well. But I like it. I like an, it. An interesting and interesting, but completely weird question from you. Yeah, right yeah, I, 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 I was I was I was curious. I seen Antonio Williams balling over there. I was like, I like hmm. it. I like it. All right. We're moving on to a very controversial conflict of interest controversy. We're not strangers to one another. The wide receivers, they rich. How many do they keep? How many do they cut? Um, a list of guys here. And the ones that the Buffalo Bills cut, maybe they're picked up around the league. Maybe they're not. Who knows? We don't know. You know, I think Brian Dable has his eye on a lot of guys from the Buffalo Bills. You know, you see first-time coaches do that all the time. First-time head coaches take players that they're familiar with. We've already seen it with Antonio Williams. Mm -hmm. You know who the third-string quarterback is, A. Rich, right? Yep, David, David uh, Mills. Uh, David they, uh, Webb. Yep, Davis Webb. Again, Davis formerly Webb. of the Buffalo Bills. Tyrod Taylor, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. Robert Foster, who was out with an injury for the season, formerly of the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised. A. Rich, give me your list of wide receivers that make this team. How many do you have? Count them up for me and let me know. I have seven wide receivers for the Buffalo Bills make this team. Seven. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, Khalil Shakir, uh, Shakir, Jameson Crowder, Isaiah Hodgins, and Jake Kumaro. I have making the roster. And that is the guy I was battling back and forth. I was trying to put Blackshear on the team. But Jake Kumaro, I believe Sean McDermott and company love his special team's abilities. And we all know that they really value special teams. So because of that, I think Jake Kumaro makes the Bills roster because he is a, a focal point with the special teams unit. It's not enough for me. It's not enough for me because, because you, fu you fumbled. You fumbled in the first week of the preseason game on a, on a play that, A, you should have tucked the ball, B, I'm not a Kumaro guy. I'm just not, right? He's been on this team for a couple of years now. 
believe he's caught one touchdown. I haven't seen him get a lot of playing time. What's the oh, point? And, right? and Hodgins, excuse me, Hodgins is my seventh receiver. I, 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 didn't, I didn't mention Isaiah Hodgins. I do have Hodgins making the team. Seven receivers. I apologize, Lone Wolf. Now, now, Rich, I did not notice this originally, but I just counted up my receivers, and it's low. It's a low number. Five. You had, you had seven. Correct? Seven? Yep, I have seven. I have five. That's that's ridiculous. Five five wide that's, receivers. That's ridiculous. Five wide receivers making the team, and, and, I, and I'll go down the list. You missed one. Uh, Jameson, did Jameson Crowder, did you say Jameson Crowder? Yeah, Jameson, yep, okay. he part of seven. Mm-hmm. So, so Jameson Crowder only makes this list for me because I believe his contract's guaranteed. Okay. That's the only reason he makes this team for me. Maybe yep. not for the Buffalo Bills. But for me, that's how it goes. Gabriel Davis, obviously. Stefan mm-hmm. Diggs, obviously. It looks like I'm missing one. This has got to be six, A eh, Rich. Okay, okay. Because because I'm missing one. Not understanding your handwriting again, huh? Okay. Nah, nah. I, I understand <laughs> my handwriting for, for whatever reason. I don't know if he was on the list when I was writing it down or not, but Isaiah McKenzie's not on this wide receiver list. Okay, if you so read it's it right six. now, it's so it's six. six. So Jamison Crowder, Gabriel Davis, Stefan Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie, who I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> make, make sure you have 53 and not 54 now. That's a good call, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to cut somebody along uh-huh. the way. A, a uh-huh. live cut for you uh-huh. built-in Buffalo audience. Isaiah Hodgins is my fifth, and Khalil Shakir comes in at number six. So it's similar. Uh-huh. Um, Marquez Stevenson doesn't make your team. Tanner Gentry uh-huh. doesn't make your team. Neil Pau, however you say Neil's name, I apologize, Neil, that I don't know how to say your name. But Jake Kumaro is interesting to me because if I have Jake Kumaro, that brings me to seven. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where you go low, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to have lower at a certain position than me. Mm-hmm. But we're moving on to the tight ends, a eh, Rich. OJ Howard, Dawson Knox, Quentin Morris, Tommy Sweeney. Mm-hmm. Four tight ends here. And I'm torn. I'm torn on how I want this to go. We saw the Bills deal Cody Ford, right? So Lone Wolf says, easy, Dan, cut Barkley. Being that everybody else on my list was very difficult. That's easy. That's easy. Lone Wolf is right. (laughs) I don't want to agree with Lone Wolf. I know you don't. I know you don't. (laughs) I know you don't. Uh, All right, I'll do it. All right, Barkley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you're cut. Okay, so that's going to get me down to 53 once more. Yep. <laughs> that ends here. O.J. Howard, Dawson, Nice, Quentin Morris, Tommy Sweeney. I think we're going different routes here, Hakeem. Mm-hmm. We saw the Bills trade Cody Ford. It was reported by Joe Buscalia of, excuse me, WK, WKBW News that Howard may be on the trade block as well. So if O.J. Howard does get traded – I don't know what he would go for, if it would be a pick, if it would be a player. I'm not sure. He doesn't make my team that way, Rich. And again, I don't know if he has guaranteed money attached to him. Wow. But the fact that he was out there last week for the majority of the game, didn't play with Josh Allen at all, Quentin Morris and Tommy Sweeney did. Now, the way I think it's going to go, right, the way I think it's going to go, I think it's going to be Dawson Knox, O.J. Howard, and one of either Quentin Morris or Tommy Sweeney. But on my projection, A. Rich, it goes Dawson Knox, Quentin Morris, and Tommy Sweeney making the team, O.J. Howard not making it. Wow. wow that's interesting. Again, 
again, not what I think is going to happen there, but I'm interested to hear yours. Uh, I, and you know what? I, I like it. Anything's possible, right? These, these, you know, the cut days, especially with Brandon Bean, never know what's going to happen. If, you know? if OJ Howard's contract's not guaranteed, I don't think you can keep him. So I think OJ Howard made made up a little bit last week. He caught a touchdown. He, he you know, he looked. Pish he didn't posh, look gosh, bro. That that was not okay. Lone Wolf here with the stat. Howard has three point two million in dead cap. If he's cut, all right, a, I gotta keep player. him. Who who mm-hmm. am I cutting? A Rich is it Quentin Morris or Tommy Sweeney? Who'd you cut? Tommy, or is it both? Tommy, I would cut Tommy Sweeney. If I was you, I would cut Tommy Sweeney. Who did you cut? Uh, I cut. Everybody except for Dawson Knox and OJ Howard. I have two tight ends. That's it. Really? Yes. I think you, Freddie, you could, I think I think Freddie Gilliam can play fullback and tight end. He has that versatility, so he could be a third tight end if necessary. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they've been impressed by both Morris and Sweeney, though. I've heard good things come from both. I like guys. Morris. I like Morris more than Sweeney, actually. So okay. Okay. So I'm gonna cut Sweeney then. Just because I got to keep OJ Howard, if that's if that's the case with Lone Wolf's numbers, I don't believe Lone Wolf, so I don't. Good know call, if I can good say call that. on that Lone Wolf. Good call. Don't don't give him praise. <laughs> the offensive line list here it's very long. Um, the reason Tanuda doesn't have a first name is because the platform that we use to stream to you guys only allows two hundred characters, and I ran out. So that's Luke Tanuda for anybody who is unaware. A rich. I'm going to go first on this list. Yep. And then we're going to hear yours. And I think you may have a cut here that I don't because you have to, you got to keep up, right? And yeah, I got to keep up with you at 53. Definitely. So before we start this, Ike Butger obviously placed on the pup list. What that means, he does not count against the 53A Rich mm-hmm. until 21 days, I believe they have to, to activate him to the roster. Lomo says, I wouldn't be surprised if Sweeney lands with the Giants. I wouldn't be surprised either, Lone Wolf. Wouldn't be surprised either. So this is the old line that I have, A. Rich. Mitch Morse, Greg Manx, Roger Saffold, Greg Van Roten, Ryan Bates, Spencer Brown, Deion Dawkins, Tommy Doyle, and Bobby Hart. Now, people may that's, not that's, like that's, that's eight or nine. That's eight or nine. That's nine. Okay. So Bobby Hart makes this team based off of the fact that it's not the same offensive line that it was a year ago. It may be the same guys minus Daryl Williams and John Feliciano. It's a different system. And Bobby Hart has excelled to to this point so far. I think he still has to play well against the Panthers to solidify his spot. But I cut Tenuta. Could be a practice squad guy. Wouldn't be surprised. Tanner Owen who I'll be honest with you, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alec Anderson, Jacob Capra were my cuts. I debated with one of the Gregs, eh, Rich? Um, Greg Manx and Greg Van Roten about whether they're both going to make it because they both play guard. I don't know if one of them can play both positions. If they can, maybe that leaves one of them to get cut. Um, who do you have making it in terms of offensive line? How many? I have nine offensive linemen making it. You have nine as well. Okay, so we matched here. Do we have the same names? Uh, I believe we have everybody but one. I have Deion Dawkins, Saffold, Bates, Morse, Brown, uh, David Questenberry, Greg Manx, 
uh, Tommy Doyle and Bob. Quincy Perry was not on my list again. ESPN needs to freaking fix their stuff, bro. Because Quincy Perry's not here, and he's going to make the team. And he's going to probably start. (laughs) He is going to start. Why is he not on ESPN's Mm -hmm. list? Um, He's going to make it. uh, Cut Manx for me because he's injured Mm -hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how serious, serious it, is. it is. Foot, I think a foot injury, I believe. I believe yeah, yeah, I think he a foot injury. It, mm-hmm. it hasn't really been reported on too much, but man, ESPN needs to fix their stuff because I took this directly from them. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me, Questenberry is definitely going to make it. He's going to start. Mm-hmm. He's been starting over Spencer Brown. How do you feel about that? I'm not. I, I, you know what? I have to. I have to see what happens when Spencer Brown is is full go. Is he going to reclaim the starting position, or are they like, you know what, Questionberry, he's been a starter for Tennessee in a number of years. Let's give him the start. Do you think he has the athleticism to excel in this type of offensive line, or do you think that's why Questionberry has kind of pulled away? Uh, I think Questionberry pulled away because he's been available. You know, available and, and, and durable. So I think he's taking advantage of his opportunity. So I do have a note on Questenberry, if you were unaware, eh, Rich, because I was unaware of this completely. He's mm-hmm. played eight seasons in the NFL. I believe mm-hmm. three or four seasons he was inactive due to cancer. Wow. wow. I had no idea of this, but by doing my research, I found this, that he missed a lot of time due to cancer. He's in remission, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's completely you know, cancer-free, but this is his chance to, to, to be a starter. Like, this mm-hmm. is his first, like, real chance. So I think, you know, it, it's a great story, and I'm, I'm glad, you know, he's healthy and playing for the Buffalo Bills <laughs> and starting, of course, because Spencer Brown has dealt with injuries. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he gives it up. Is it, is it a thing where, hey, Spencer Brown's back and, and we're putting him in the starting lineup? I don't, I don't think it – I don't think so. Yeah, you know, this, like, he, he, he's, gonna, he's, he's not Trent Williams. Right. He's gonna so, have he's gonna have to fight for it if yep. if he wants it, and I don't I don't know if he's gonna get it back. Really, I really don't know. We'll but see. if not, he's a good swing. You know, you can you can still put him in of at course. certain times, and I think in excel. And if the Bills are up by this score in games during the regular season, I'd be happy to see the backups. Right, of I'd course. be happy to see them. Justin says, "Don't blame ESPN." I will blame ESPN, Justin, because that's exactly who I pulled these rosters from. So I definitely will. So I have two lists here for the defensive ends, eh, Rich, because once again, I couldn't fit them all mm-hmm. on one screen. Mm-hmm. So here we have some of the list. Tell me how many defensive ends you have making this team. Defensive ends, I have. Now, Von Miller doesn't count. He's listed as a linebacker in terms of the Bills system. Okay, so if, so. We, if we're not including Von Miller, I have four defensive ends making the team. Okay. Four defensive ends making the team. It looks like I also included DTs here. Mm-hmm. So include your DTs. So um, defensive lineman period, I have nine yep. uh, nine in total defensive line. Nine, nine in, total. in total. Want me to run them off or you want to run them off? You go first. Okay. My my nine defensive. See, but you said. I have, I have nine as well. So you said Von Miller played linebacker, but I have him with the defensive line. So that depends on how you want to do that, right? So, okay. But I, for this one, I have I have Von Miller, Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones, Gregory Rousseau, AJ Epinesa, uh, Carlos Boogie Basham, Tim Settle, and uh, the brothers Shaq Lawson and Jordan Phillips. Okay, I like it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna count Von Miller in my linebackers because that's what he was listed as mm-hmm. in terms of ESPN. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm gonna blame ESPN. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna play defensive end for the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm gonna include him in this just because. And if okay. I include him, I'm gonna be up to ten. A rich mm-hmm. ten. Okay, let's see. So it. Boogie Basham, mm-hmm. Epineza, mm-hmm. Shaq Lawson was on my bubble, but he, mm-hmm. he made it, he made it through. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Yeah, he made it through. Mm-hmm. Daquan Jones, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle, Von Miller. So that that's what I have. Uh, the interesting cut here, a Rich is Brandon. Brandon Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, it's a guy that uh, you you really liked. Yeah, with the preseason. You couldn't fit him onto your 53 anywhere I was, you tried? I, I was looking at Jordan Phillips, man. I'm looking at Jordan Phillips. I'm like, is he the same Jordan Phillips from, uh, from, from a couple years ago that had the 10 sacks? I'm not sure if he is, you know, but you know what? I, 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 I'm not confident enough in Brandon Bryant, Bryant yet, even though I like what I saw from him to cut Jordan Phillips. So I played it safe and kept Jordan Phillips. But I really, really like Brandon Bryant. Yeah. So if it was up to you, would you keep Brandon Bryant over Jordan Phillips? Oh, man. Or do you think you need huh. Shaq Lawson with Jordan Phillips? Like, are they together? Nah, nah. They're not a package. Not for me. They're not no package deal. Forget that. Okay. Um, I, I, I'd keep I'd keep I keep Jordan Phillips. So what about Anku? Eli Anku, defensive tackle. He's been with the team, I believe, at least a year or two. Mm-hmm. Inactive most days, but he's also been okay i don't think he makes it just due to due to the depth around him who's gonna start at dta rich is it gonna be oliver and settle is it gonna be oliver and jones is it gonna be oliver and phillips there's so many options i think it's a good problem to have but at the same time i don't know who's gonna stand out of that bunch i i think it's going to be ed oliver and daquan jones I okay. think Daquan Jones is he had a career year with with his pass rushing ability, but Daquan Jones is is naturally good against double teams and stuff in the run and, and things okay. of that sort. And I think that's that's what we want. We wanted a a replacement, a, a better upside star Latoule, and I think that's what Daquan Jones provides. And I believe he's going to be the starter. I like it. And if you guys haven't already, please. Like, share, and subscribe if you're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, no matter what social media you're on. Please share this with everybody. Let everybody know about Built in Buffalo. We do appreciate it. We've been going a little bit over an hour today. This is a longer edition for you guys. We we love you. It's hot out here. And we're out here c- coming on in the heat talking to you guys about Bills football. We, we still have some position groups to go. We're not done just quite yet. Moving on to the linebackers, eh, Rich? How many do you have in this position? So this position, I have six linebackers. I have my five. Six? six? I have six making, linebackers. Making the team. I have six linebackers. Yes. Okay. Six. I, I'm, maybe I'm missing somebody here. Maybe I'm not. Or maybe the reason is that you have one that I don't. And I'll, I'll, I'll start this off here. Terrell Bernard, mm-hmm. Tyrell Dodson, mm-hmm. Tremaine Edmonds, mm-hmm. Tyler Matikavich, Mm-hmm. Matt Milano. Mm-hmm. I put Spectre on the practice squad. Mm. I don't know. I, I couldn't fit him in. I couldn't mm-hmm. fit him in. 
Mm. So I put him on the practice squad. You may have him making the team. Maybe that's how you got your number. I cut Andre Smith mm. due to the fact that he's unavailable for the first eight games. Mm. So to me, that was easy. I can see I can see putting Spectre on the roster. I don't know who else I could cut though to to make that make sense. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I, I, I have... think. I think what's going to happen here, a eh, Rich, is you have Spectre making it. I'm assuming, but you may have gone shorter at corner than I did, and that's going to be our next position. So I'm interested to see. There's another name you spoke about on your Twitter, on your social media, on the conflict of interest, on Billsology, with Peter DiBiase on Wednesdays, the Buffalo Blitz. So I'm interested to see where you go here. Linebackers, let's hear them. So uh, I went, let's go with the obvious, right? Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, Terrell Bernard, I think is the obvious. Uh, Those three. I have Terrell Dotson making a team, four. I have Tyler Medicarriage making a team, five. And I'm torn between the sixth linebacker. I have... Now, comment section. Help me out. Help me out, comment section. Y'all going to choose my, my sixth linebacker. Uh, Bale Inspector or Joe Giles Harris? I like what Joe Giles Harris has been doing with the Bills. So, you you were able to keep Andre Smith in your 53? No, I don't have. Suspended? I don't. Okay. See, so what it is is how I did it, how I structured it is was I don't have Andre Smith in my 53 because since he's suspended, he doesn't count towards the 53. That's so, true. So when the okay. six games now, when the six games come, if the Bills yeah. want him, now they have to make a decision later. You okay. Know? Do you think? So, do you think he's gonna he's gonna be on the team later? Yes. You do. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna cut a different linebacker so he mm-hmm. can come on? Yeah, I think they're gonna cut somebody, possibly another linebacker. Maybe if Bale Inspector or Joe Giles Harris make the team, probably cut one of them. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Andre Smith makes the team. Now Penny says Specter. And that's your Mets fan, so maybe mm-hmm. you want to go with that. Nope, I'm not mad. Seth, Seth says Harris hands, hands down. down. Hands down, down. man. Okay. He's putting his hands yeah. down. He's putting his feet down. He's ready for the Joe Giles Harris. And Kim, I, a longtime viewer and supporter of the show, says Spectre. Justin oh, says Giles Harris. It's, it's and Lone Wolf huh? says, dude, Lone Wolf says, I'm with the real Dan Kelly. I can't help you. <laughs> All right, I'm not mad at it. He's not counting not count Andre Smith. He has five. I'm not mad at it, Lone. I'm not mad at it, Lone Wolf. Right. Interesting, though. Interesting. Who, who are you have... going, A-Rich? We need to hear. Are you going I'm going to go Spectre or Joe Giles Harris? See, I'm, I want to – see, if I do this, you're going to be completely right about me, right? I want to <laughs> go I want to go uh, Joe Giles Harris because I just I, – I like the physicality that he brings. And I think Bale Inspector being a seventh round pick can make it to the practice squad. But Brandon Bean drafted Bale Inspector, and I think that matters. So let's go Bale Inspector. All right. I like it. And I would agree with that if I was in your shoes right now mm-hmm. and I had that option. I don't know how you were able to get these guys on the roster. So mm-hmm. there has to be a point here where you're cutting somebody that I'm not, right? Nah, because- remember, 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 I only have two two quarterbacks. Right, I I have two quarterbacks and two tight ends. Of course, but we're moving into corners here, and I'm interested Mm -hmm. to see who you have making it. And and you kick us off here with the cornerbacks. Let me know how many you got, and then give me the list. Okay, I have six cornerbacks making the roster for the Buffalo Bills. Again, I have I have seven. 
See, and I'm gonna tell you where we differentiate. Trey, I I predict Trey White is going to start on the pup list and miss the first four weeks of the season. So how long because, do they have? How long do they have before they can't put him on the pup list anymore? So, no. So what? It, so what it is? They have up. To, they have about. They have up till next week to decide if they're going to put Trey White on the pup list, right? And then if the, he is on the pup list, he goes to the pup list for ha, automatically four games. Then after the four games, it, once he gets to practice, the Bills have three weeks. So to figure read, out if they want to if they want to um activate him or not. If not, then he's inactive for the season. I read that the pup list was 21 days. I think you confused it. It's 21 days after you come back from the pup list that the team can activate you on the team. Okay. You know? So do you think they do that as a precautionary method, mm-hmm. as a way to get somebody else on the team, or a little bit of both? I think. I think on the outside they're going to say um, they want to they don't they don't want to rush Trey White back. They don't want to rush Trey White back. We want to make sure he's one hundred percent healthy you know before what? we I go can, back out I there. Can, I can get behind this. I can get behind where you're going with the Tre'Davious mm-hmm. White thing. So, so I have. I, so if I start Tre'Davious White on my pup list, yep. What what we're gonna do with my list of fifty three here? We're gonna add Bale Inspector. Take okay. him off the take him off the practice squad. Bring okay. him. Bring him to the main roster, and I'm I'm okay with that. Seth's not happy with the A, Rich. He says he's shaking his head, bro. Oh, expect over Giles Harris? Hey, man. Yeah, right. Seth wanted Giles tough, Harris. Tough choice. I love Giles Harris, man. I love what he's been doing. But as far as the corners, That's I good. have Elam, Dane Jackson, Teron Johnson, Cyron Neal, Christian Benford, and Cam Lewis as my six corners while Trey White is on the pup list. Okay. We match here. Christian Benford, Kyrie Elam, Dane Jackson, Taron Johnson, Cam Lewis, Saran Neal. Mm-hmm. And I, I think deep down, I think they really like Cam Lewis. I think with Trey, a healthy Trey White, they- he's the odd man out, Cam Lewis. A healthy Trey White, in my opinion. And I mm-hmm. think they really I think they really like Cam Lewis. So this is a way where he can come and he can show and prove himself for four weeks. And when Trey White is healthy, if he shows and prove, maybe they cut somebody else. If not, then... The problem is a lot of these guys are close. Yeah. Right? Like you have Cam Lewis, Saran Neal, and Christian Benford. Saran Neal, probably the best out of those three as of this moment. But then you worry about what's your ceiling with Benford and what's your ceiling with Lewis. They mm-hmm. drafted both of them, correct? Or was Cam Lewis undrafted? I think Cam Lewis was undrafted out of Buffalo. I believe he was undrafted. Either seventh round or undrafted. I think so. I think he was undrafted. Okay. Benford obviously picked by this regime. Mm -hmm. So it's it's so close. We have them both making it. But then what do they do when Tredavious White needs to be here? Who do they cut? Tough decisions, man. I would say, you know, if, if we're there, right, and we know Tredavious White has to be activated because he can't, he can't just not, you know, be active the entire season. I think at that point you got to cut an offensive lineman. Mm. And maybe maybe for me it's Doyle or it's Bobby Hart or it's one of the Greggs. But you have to do you have to do whatever it takes to bring Tredavious White back on the 53 after mm-hmm. that. Of course. After of course. after missing those games. And hopefully is is for the minimum that you can miss being on the pup list. Um, yeah, you have autom- to miss, you have, you have to miss, to miss four, four games. games. You have to, it's you automatic. Can come four back, games. You can come back for that fifth game. 
you could come back for that. If, if they activate you, if they activate yeah. you, they have 21 days to activate, three games to activate you. If they don't, you have to miss the entire season. Yeah. Saran Neal just got an extension, right? Yep. Um, yes. Yes. I believe so for Early Saran Neal. Season. So mm-hmm. he, he's going to make the team. We know the safeties. Damar Hamlin, Micah Hyde, Jaquan Johnson, Jordan Poirier, Josh Thomas. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to match here, A-Rich. So let me just say um, mm-hmm. Josh Thomas can go. Mm-hmm. And I think we have the other four, correct? I I, I think that's correct, yes, sir. I like that's Hamlin. I like I Hamlin too. a lot. I do too. I, I like, like Johnson a lot. I, I love too. Hyde. I love Poyer. Well, do you know, so so what's your definition of love? I love Hamlin and Johnson enough where I can no, let no, Poyer I, go and be comfortable starting. No, love no, Hamlin and Johnson. I, I like Hamlin and Johnson. Okay. Okay. I love Poyer and Hyde. Okay. There, okay. There, there's definitely okay. a difference there. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying I love everybody. Don't get me wrong. I love my Buffalo Bills. Of course. But I don't I don't put them in the same light. Now, would I be okay with rolling Jaquan Johnson out if Jordan Poyer left, if that's what you're asking me? If the question that I asked you that you decided not to answer because you like to dodge my questions at all times, yes, 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 whenever yes. you can, because that's just how you are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a question I asked you for a reason. Yeah, I don't yeah, have the answer to yeah, it. Yeah, right. yeah, so I tough. have to ask I have to ask somebody who can match my intelligence, can match my maturity, can match my football IQ, can match all those things. And there's one person that can match all those things. Like that's it. my brother from another mother, Akeem Richens, the real like Akeem like Richens. I like it. On to our last position group. There's no surprises here. I think Reed Ferguson makes this team. I think Matt Ariza, uh, surprisingly, by the skin of his teeth, mm, barely. makes the team. J- just just barely. And Tyler Bass, underrated, eh, Rich? I, th- I think Tyler Bass is a top 10 kicker in the league. And I don't oh, think no I've question. ever seen him. I don't, no I don't think I've seen him on a lot of top 10 kicker lists, to be honest. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shame. Tyler Bass is definitely a top 10 kicker in this NFL. Lone Wolf says Josh Thomas to practice squad. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of Josh Thomas to to know. I'm again, me and A Rich didn't do a practice squad. So I think that's a little too complicated, to be honest, A Rich, for you and I, because we're not in the front office. We don't get to see the meetings that they have with players. We don't get to see the tryouts they have, you know, with the guys. We don't get to see all the practices. You get to see what the Buffalo Bills allow you to see. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it is at the end of the day. Lone Wolf, shut up. That's all I'm going to say to that comment. Um, hey, Rich, your final thoughts on today's episode of The Conflict of Interest. Of course, an episode produced by none other than the real Dan Kelly. I want to let everybody know that. Just because, but just because Lone Wolf wants to get under my skin, I produced the show. Hey, mm-hmm. Rich is a wonderful help and a fantastic co-host, and I mm-hmm. love working with him. Each and every week, your final thoughts, hey, Rich. Oh, uh, final thoughts. It's only preseason, right, ladies and gentlemen? But uh, you have to like what you see thus far in the preseason for the Buffalo Bills. Ten straight. Ten straight. Didn't lose a game in two and a half years. We'll see what happens this coming game. I wouldn't play any starter. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting ready for the for the Los Angeles Rams. Me personally, but um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, you have to play starters because you have nobody as a backup kicker 
Nobody has a backup punter and nobody has a backup. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Snapper. That's fine. I'll take <laughs> I that. I wasn't. I wasn't going <laughs> any other route there, Rich. Don't worry. I'll take that. But um, but you have to like what you what we uh, what you've seen from the Buffalo Bills. The roster they're showing that uh they're complete. Uh, they have talent at uh, a bevy of positions, and it's 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 good to see the Buffalo Bills finally reach, in my opinion, elite status. It's been some years since. The Buffalo Bills had a lot of players where you can make some tough cuts. Uh, some good football players are definitely getting cut by the Buffalo Bills and definitely getting picked up by other teams. And that's 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 been a long time coming. So uh, the season is about to start soon. I'm excited for it. Dan Kelly's excited for it. We have a lot of things brewing. Dan Kelly did indeed produce the show. All the all all the all the glitz and glamour and the pictures and the colors was all him, all his idea. He did an incredible job. Yep, yep. Did it did it it got him blushing over here? Did it incredible? I love love it, Candy. (laughs) I I, I just had a Reese's cup today. So we're on the same same mold here. That's funny, funny stuff, funny stuff. But man, um, excited time to be a Buffalo Bills fan. I, I think this is the year, but I'm not gonna get too ahead of myself oh, man. that's, that's no, my no, final no. thought let's, let's take it over that for another day take it hey, over Rich, then, I, I can't take it over fully because i do have a question for you. shoot i do i do have one last question before we get out of here you're playing this game against the carolina panthers right mm-hmm. your roster is currently at 80 mm-hmm. again they have to get to 53 by tuesday mm-hmm. my question for you is i don't think the bills are sold on who they're cutting yet just by watching brandon bean's press conference today watching his demeanor watching how he talked about players. Mm-hmm. He said, and this is a quote directly from Brandon Bean, he's in the 50s. Whether that be 59, 58, he's in the 50s in terms of players that are going to be on this Buffalo Bills roster. Okay. So my question for you, A. Rich, is if there's a guy on this team, like let's say, for instance, Tanner Gentry, who's not going to make the team. I think you and I both know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Tanner Gentry knows that. I I would think that he hopes not to believe it, but I don't know, you know. I'm mm-hmm. not Tanner Gentry. I can't answer that. Mm-hmm. Do you play them because of the injury risk that it leads with other players? Or do you say, hey, you know, we know what we have with you and we're going to play somebody else? Uh, the players that we know what we have, I'm not playing the players. We know what we know what we have. I'm playing. This game is for players that I'm torn about. That's that's strictly on the roster. Give me me an example. Uh, example, uh, Isaiah Hodgins, Cam Lewis. You're Uh, still torn on Hodgins. I, I, I'm not torn on Hodgins, but I do think he's on the bubble. I do think they're, they're flipping on who they should keep. Should they keep seven? Should they keep six? All right. All right. I, I lied. I need another question now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hodgins or Kumaro? If, if you have to choose one. I'm going Isaiah Hodgins all day, every day, twice on Sunday. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm going Isaiah Hodgins. You were gonna go Kumaro, and I was not gonna like it. <laughs> but I, if I'm thinking for myself, I'm going Hodges. If I'm thinking as a coach, I just think McDermott values special teams a ton. He does. He does value special teams. But I think there are enough. There's enough elsewhere in Matikavich, in Taiwan Jones that you can. Maybe mm-hmm. it's Specter, right? Maybe it's Specter that 
fills mm-hmm. that other role on special teams. Guys, we want to thank you for coming out to the Conflict of Interest. Again, a longer episode for you, so please leave a like. Share it with all your friends. Share it with all your enemies. Share it with somebody on the sidewalk, somebody in your house, somebody outside of your house. Everybody. Let everybody know about the Conflict of Interest, the Built in Buffalo Network, of course. We are sponsored by Total Sports Entertainment. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. A Rich. Sign us off as always. Everybody in the comments, all 28 of you, I see you. Leave a Go Bills before you go. I want to see names that I haven't seen pop up yet. Leaving me a Go Bills so I can pull it up before we close the show. Hey, Rich, do your thing. Hey, Rich, Akeem Richens, the real Dan Kelly. This has been the conflict of interest each and every Tuesday night. Next week, Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, new time, 8.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me repeat that's. 8.45 Eastern Standard Time next week, Tuesday, for the Conflict of Interest. Myself, Dan Kelly. Ladies and gentlemen, go Bills. Short and sweet. Go Bills. <laughs> uh, I like it.